You are now listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring hosts Jehove, Jeff, and Weezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I am Jehove. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What up, what up, what up? Cameraman, how are you, my brother? Thumbs up. Thumb, one one thumb. thumb. One yeah. thumb, for sure. Yeah. How's everybody's week, man? man good week. Good, good week. Good sure. week. Most definitely. Camera's always on, Jeff. Always, brother. Better damn know <laughs> it. Let's kick it off, man. Episode 280, we are discussing the dynamic NBA duos that didn't quite work. Mm. It's a Jeff production. <laughs> yeah. Teamwork. FSP style. <laughs> always FSP style. <laughs> Better damn know it. Better than believe it. Let's kick it off. Best of the week, Weezy. What you got? Best week for me was... uh. James Harden and uh, what's Westbrook, man? Uh, a little pro am in Houston. I didn't see that. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. I'm excited about that, Jeff. <laughs> what you think? They look good. I mean, they always, with, in settings like that, free mm-hmm. free flowing basketball, oh, yeah. they're going to look good. Yeah, for like sure. They, you know, just keep going. Yeah. But you remember like, last year, I think it was Chris Paul and him was outside playing too? Same thing. But they played, Russ and him played in the Drew last year too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they again, in that type of setting, yeah, it's just, look right, you do it, I, give, I do it this time. Yeah. Nah, they, they got that. Right, and that's what they're going to try to do in the NBA Mm-mm. and the NBA <laughs> 7 seed playing around. Sure. What's your best of the week, Jeff? Uh, best of the week is uh, Smackville. Uh, WWE will be in Nashville next weekend. And nice. uh, it's actually going to be a live, not necessarily a pay-per-view, but it's going to be an actual recorded show in Nashville next Saturday. So it's going to be pretty cool on live on the WWE Network. Nice. You, Shout out to Cal. You going? Me and Cal talk about it. Yeah, it'll be oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> My best of the week is Eddie Murphy, man. Cool. Um, is rumored mm-hmm. to be doing a stand-up on Netflix. He hasn't dropped a comedy special since, what, 87? Yeah. We're wrong? Yeah. I think that might have been 87, yeah. Was it? Was Delirious? Delirious was, was like first. 82. That was first. Okay, yeah, wrong with for you. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that check. Talking about giving him $70 million. <laughs> Shoot. Now I see why yeah. Netflix is broke. <laughs> That exclusive content is crazy. Man, shout out to Eddie. I want to see one more big comedy special before he yeah. formally retires. And yeah. find a way to put Arsenio in this. Somehow, some way. We need Arsenio. You got to host it. Arsenio got to bring him out. He has to. Yeah, 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 yeah. most definitely. Worst of the week, Weez, what you got? Worst of the week, man. The people's going around signing this petition by Area 51. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah. kind of funny, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. leave that shit alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Find yourself by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Slow slanging flower brain. Quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as they step foot out there, they already said. Like, like, open yeah. fire. Listen, come out here playing. Come out here playing. Yeah. You're going to die. Mm-hmm. 300,000 people signed that. Like, 300,000 idiots in the world signed I'm pretty that. sure it's more than that. Oh, that, would, that would, yeah. It's like 100 miles before you even get to the actual site. Right. You know what you got, man. I ain't gonna lie. When y'all get there, let me know what's in there, though. Ah, they they, they, they not gonna that? make. It. They ain't gonna make it. They nah, not gonna make. It. Nowhere close. Something there yeah. we ain't supposed to see. Man, exactly. I was always told. Yeah. You go looking for it. You gonna <laughs> find. <it. laughs> <laughs> well, that's some Southside talk. I ain't never heard of myself. What's your work, Sweet Jeff? Uh, 
the, the Memphis Grizzlies concept jerseys. You didn't like those. Well, I like them. Okay. But the fact that we probably won't see them. That's sad. That's sad to me. I actually yeah. would like to see them playing those jerseys. That'd be dope. Yeah, yeah, there's a Bill Street inspired. Yeah. I would like to see that. So yeah. I hope I I'm mad I saw that. Yeah. Because now I want to see them they playing those see them playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they said that their brand I think they're gonna play in the uh, Vancouver Grizzly style jerseys for sure. Okay. That's on for sure. Okay. But the concept city jersey yeah. is still in the air. Guess That'd be dope. That would be dope. My worst of the week. Kentucky Fried Chicken is back at it again. Oh man. no. They are launching a bucket hat. No oh, man. That doubles as a chicken bucket. <laughs> so have you ever looked at an empty, grease-saturated bucket of KFC fried chicken and thought, damn, I wish I could wear that? So here's your chance. You can buy a hat that also doubles for a chicken bucket for 30 bucks. KFC, somebody, I know they're high there because... <laughs> They had the hot Cheeto, the hot Cheeto sandwich. chicken sandwich. Come yeah, yeah. Remember the double down? Double no. down was trash. No. Yeah, no, I've never tried. Yeah, that. they dropped. They had chicken and waffles for a while. Did so they? Yeah, yeah. I know. Woo. Can yeah. you imagine being like, I'm gonna go to KFC to get the chicken and waffles? Nah, man. Nah. You just got a little better than nah, that. Nah, man. Mm. I, like chi- I, I like the combination of chicken and waffles. I ain't, yeah. I'm not getting it from KFC. Not from KFC. Yeah. Hell no. I just wish I could be in their marketing meeting. Like, sure. have, see some of them ideas that come by. Like, if what, what did you pass on if you accepted chicken bucket hat? Uh, chicken, so you take it <laughs> off and you just put the chicken in there? Let's move on, okay. man. <laughs> Make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Google Play, Stitcher, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. And after you do that, check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou and producer M Extra on the boards each and every Wednesday. This week's episode is The Crit Is Here album review episode. I check that crit out. Checked out the actual show. Haven't <laughs> I listened to two or three songs on the crit? I Not a big fan of, of big crit. I do. Um, I think I've lo- he lost me after mm. um, the first studio album. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a couple of, of one offs in between yeah. that. I just can't hear coming down off a of slab in 2019. <laughs> and he's still coming down off. A he's slab. still coming down off a of slab. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, they they referenced you in the show about oh, that. Yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. I do not want to hear anybody <laughs> coming down. That should have died with Pimp C. Mm-hmm. Coming down off the slab died with Soldier I Thought I Told You. Yeah, or that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the guys. <laughs> Fresh with Dumb is me and my dog, Animal Brown, is a self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. You can catch our latest issue. Issue number 49 is up right now directly for the culture. Follow the show IG page at Fresh for Dummies and simply search Fresh for Dummies on all of your social media handles. Wear your kicks and cop responsibly. Peep the scene this week on Fresh for Dummies. Some announcements coming soon, so stay tuned for sure. Uh oh. Okay. Uh-oh. And you can read up on your favorite FSP co host. <clears throat> All right, new announcements. Purchase your FSP merchandise and catch up on past episodes from the shows we just mentioned and much, much more. How you do that, you ask, Weezy? Just search www.realvillemedia.com. Tell a friend to support the real. RG. RG, most definitely, Jeff. Now, you got five good resting seconds because you got the first five seconds off in your best week. Now, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got you who you got results. Okay. 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 So Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. I'm, I'm sorry, Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon. Uh, Taker and Reigns won. So shout out to Weezy. Jay, that was a bad pick. No, I picked that. No, I picked Undertaker no, Reigns. No, I, I, no, I said, give me the Taker. I put that on everything I love. Okay. Let's go to the you, Taker. You, you got. 
Okay. I, I did because you was like, ah, oh, you're going to take my spot because then we go here. Then, then you go here, yeah. Baker Lynch and Seth Rollins versus Lacey Evans and right. Baron Corbin. Then you you had Seth. Yeah. And then, I had a bad pick. You had the bad pick here. Yeah. yeah Seth and uh, Lacey won. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then Brock cashed in the money in the bank. So technically, Brock won. So nobody really won. <laughs> okay. So I won even right there. But okay. then here, uh, yeah, Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Yeah. You know, Kofi won that. Damn. I, so you 0 for 3. <laughs> no, I'm not. I won the Undertaker. Yeah, everybody had Taker. Everybody had Taker. <laughs> so this week is the Raw reunion. I don't know why they're doing it. Well, I know why they're doing it. They need some ratings. But yeah. Stone Cold's back this week. Undertaker's back this week. Yeah. Bret Hart. Um, Razor Ramon was back this week. Kind of like old school really? Raw. Yeah, 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 bring it back all. They need some things. They need people to turn, tune what in. Channel? Uh, USA. USA. Yes, yeah, 7 o'clock. Okay. If you got time. On Monday? Yeah, Monday. Yeah. Well, check that out. My yeah. boy Razor Ramon, Chico. Yeah, Chico's back. Yeah, Chico's back. Yeah, not that Chico, though. Not That's the game. different Chico. <laughs> what about Diesel? Hell no, that Chico better not be in WWE. Oh, that though. In case you missed it. Uh, more than 50,000 former college athletes next month will begin collecting portions of a $208 million class action settlement nice. paid by the NCAA in a case that challenges its cap on compensation. 53,000 football players and Division One men's basketball players who competed between March 2010 and March 2017 are eligible to receive compensation. The law firm states that payments will range between $5,000 and $7,500 for those who competed for those years and checks will be starting to be distributed in late August. Big win for all former athletes. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to this because this is really happening. Like if you play between 2010 and 2017, you will get a check. That's dope. That's dope, man. Yeah, yeah. That's really dope. That's crazy. Yeah, no, for sure. I remember, I think Coach Lott got a check. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. So that's something. Yeah, that's cool. It's a big deal. Most definitely. That twists the questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. About that Full Sport Press podcast and the revolution will be podcasted. Before we get started, the first half, Weezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios Award recipient for the listeners? Yes, sir. This week's recipient is Floyd Money Mayweather. Uh oh. Okay. Uh oh. 42 year old Floyd Mayweather decided to take on Chris. Critics of his extravagant lifestyle, including me and Jeff. Uh, we don't understand why Floyd does the things that he did. But anyway, he was on Instagram and flown it just a fraction of his extreme wealth. Mayweather kicked off the video showing his diamond chains and diamond encrusted Audemars PK Arnold Schwarzenegger watch. Okay. That retails right around 35000 bucks, calling it a rose gold day. Okay. He then panned over to $1.8 million worth of $100 bills laid out. <laughs> Kitchen tab, you put 1.8. Okay. Casually referred to the section containing $200,000 in $20 bills as wallpaper. <laughs> Finally, he said, I heard you can get the biggest Chanel in the bag of the store if you want it. So, this is the biggest bag <laughs> in the world because I have it. Gesturing. The 2013 hula hoop bag that he purchased, uh, the miniature, costs right around $6,000. Uh huh. His is an estimated $250,000 bag. Here's the thing Floyd Mayweather is a, is a man. <laughs> the big hula hoop bag. So, why are you purchasing a $250,000 Chanel he bag? He's bored, man. He's bored. bored. He's bored. Like, he's got to be bored. Man. 
Let's be nice. But he's, oh, you know, he's for sure. But you line up 1.8 million on your <laughs> kitchen table, and then you have 200,000 sitting in the corner in 20s and call it wallpaper? It's a different type of stunt, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's a different type of spending. Yeah. And you better hope uh, and pray that yeah. he finds yeah. another golden goose. Yeah. Because in turn, yeah. he's going to be knocked out <laughs> fighting like. Martin, <laughs> you and Martin go take that last fight. Take that like, last fight. You know, but I fight Pacquiao now. Pacquiao's still in shape. He's still out like here working. Yeah, he ain't fought nobody. Did you? Pacquiao said he's trying to buy an NBA team. Pacquiao gonna put him on the wall like Martin was. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's on the wall. <laughs> he with the big ass head. That's fun. <laughs> you guys ready to get started? The first half. Let's do it. The first half is underway. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Ho. It's your boy, Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What it do? Weezy, where can they find you on social media, my brother? FSP underscore Weezy. And I'm at how Weezy on Twitter. Yes, you are. Me and his bag. Yeah. Me Jeff, where you at with it? Jay Easley 84 across all social media platforms. Sure. And I'm J-A-I-H-O-V on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Come pull up at Twitter, man. Let's talk about it. <laughs> and FSP underscore cameraman on Instagram. Let's move right along. Is that the bottom? Yeah. yeah. I, nah, hell no. Nah, it ain't yeah, been there. It's been there yeah, one nah, time. Has it ever been there? Hey, hey, bro. Has it ever been there? <laughs> Let's kick the first half off with some Madden talk. Happy Madden 2020 week. Well, mm. if you pre-order, you can yeah. get it this week. Sure. Yeah. It's not that happy for a bunch of people from the NFL and fans are a little miffed uh-huh. by how they were graded, which feels like a once-a-year tradition. Yeah. On Monday, after Madden trended on Twitter, everyone dissected the ratings and aired their grievances. Festivist style. It's my Seinfeld. People know what I'm talking about. Festivist for the rest of us. Yeah, for the rest of us, for sure. The 99 Club includes Bobby Wagner, DeAndre Hopkins, Khalil Mack, and Aaron Donald. We also learned along the way that Washington's quarterback, um, Josh Woodrum, was the lowest rated player alongside the long snappers. They do the long snappers wrong. Yeah. They got one job. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, you still still. have kickers that are 75. Right. (laughs) There's some long snapper out there that's a pro bowler. At least a 77 is a long. Every year. Yeah. Anyway, um, the Philadelphia Eagles are the highest rated team. The Miami Dolphins are rated the lowest. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the ratings as a whole? Well... I mean, they'll adjust by preseason week two. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for adjustments, yeah. you know, because Keenan, not Keenan has top Kenan, team. Top, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was hot, man. Yeah, he, was he, was, hot. he was hot about that. Rightfully so. You got Rightfully. Phillip Rivers as a 94. Yeah. I mean, and he had a great year Aaron last Rogers year. Aaron Rodgers a 92, though. Aaron Rodgers didn't have a good as good a year as Phillip Rivers. Dude, Phillip Rivers Aaron Rodgers is better than Phillip Rivers, though. Okay. For sure. Yeah. By week three, it'll be adjusted. But career-wise, but you look at Phillip Rivers last year. It made sense to me. I don't uh, like that. You know, Aaron Rodgers threw 25 touchdowns, two interceptions last year. Yeah, he didn't play the whole season, though. Shit, though, Jeff. Come on. <laughs> he's still 92, though. We're acting like 92 out of A. Nine, but give me, <laughs> 92's an A, but he needs to be at least a 94. Okay. At least a 94. Um, DeMarcus Lawrence being an 89. Okay. DeMarcus Lawrence is a top five defensive end. He just got paid an enormous amount of money from the Cowboys. Yeah. He's at least a top five player. In that position, or him being overpaid. A, yeah, just or overpaid. Nah, he, nah, he's keeping. <laughs> nah, he's he he he, nah, he, just messing with. I think Madden writings, they look at like one year hit wonders. Like you know, yeah. they think, oh, he can't do that again. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> and, and last but not least, Taylor Lewan being an eighty-one. That's that Taylor, that's dirt. That's disrespect. That did my boy wrong. Yeah, it's disrespect. That, that's, that's a pro bowler, right? That there. is a pro yeah. bowler. Yeah. One of the yeah. best. Yeah. Old line. Do you yeah. play left tackle now? Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on, yeah. man. That's disrespect. Don't do him like yeah. that. Man, that's blind side for yeah. real. Yeah. Nah. You don't do him like that. Madden will release on July 24 for people that want it early, and the global <laughs> release uh, scheduled for eight one. 
for sure. All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's keep it in gaming. Let's keep it. Let's move on to the NBA 2K. Okay. It's Jay's world right yeah, here. Yeah, it's for sure. All right. So they also released their ratings this week. Mm-hmm. 34-year-old LeBron James mm-hmm. is the number one rated player yeah. on, this, on this year's 2K Fresh Out the Gate. He yeah. beat out Kawhi Leonard, the finals MVP, and MVP of the season, Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. to get the top slot. And Anthony Davis is also number seven. So Lakers got the number one and mm-hmm. number seven player. Mm. Me and Cam, shout out to Cam. Yeah. You know, he listened. We was talking about this. Can you imagine how hard you have to work and be good for this long? Yeah. LeBron's never been rated lower than a 90. That's crazy. That's 16 nuts. years? Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Animal, That's man. longevity, yeah. dog. Yeah. That's a way for to that, For that draft class, and still be a 94. Yeah, like, dog. <laughs> but overall with 2K, it's the same game, man. It's the same game with some small improvements, which, which yeah. listen, I'm going to buy 2K until you whatever. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Until it's over with. Yeah. But those small improvements, man, I need a total revamp of this and Madden. Hmm. I need, because you know what they're doing? They're, they're, they're shadow boxing. They're fighting against themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're just improving small things. Oh, well, we ain't really got to do too much. Yeah. We just put some new people on here, yeah. maybe add a little bit to our franchise mode, and we'll move right along. Man. I think the online play is what makes – 2K, yeah, probably the best sports game right now yeah. because that they that was the pro am, yeah, the, the, the yeah. neighborhood, yeah, my all that stuff, all career, that yeah. stuff right there. That that's amazing stuff. So yeah. The rookies also released their ratings as well. Okay, shout out to my guy, the phenom for sure. Yeah, number one pick, Zion Williamson, <laughs> eighty one out the yeah, gate, sure. yeah, out the gate, out the gate. That's yeah. how you kick it off. Yeah, that's how you do it. Uh, yeah. Only only Rick with the, uh, John Wall received that same work, uh, rating in two thousand eleven. Okay, so shout out to Zion. Yeah, man. Out the gate. They're pretty spot on with their yeah. um, opening ratings. Mm-hmm. Other than uh, Nikola Jokic being a 90, very disrespectful to my guy. I was he finished talk, the season yeah. as a 92 on the game. Yeah. He should at least be a 93 to start this season. Very disrespectful. Yeah. Russ was a 90. Yeah. I mean, his worst year. In yeah. Night. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. I'm not mad at that. No, I'm, I'm not, saying that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. expecting to be real mad at Russ's rating when I when I got that. But, oh, 90. I can live with that. You cool with that. Yeah, yeah. the good thing about 2K, they do their updates pretty yeah. Like pretty often, yeah. I would say every other day they're doing <laughs> updates. I need that job, yeah, because yeah. all they're doing is updating um, shoes, mm-hmm. which I would love to do. Yeah, the colorways, and color, yeah, and, and ratings, <laughs> yeah. man. So NBA Two K arrives uh, September the second yes. on all platforms for sure. Let's keep it in the NBA. Chris Paul was traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh. A couple of weeks back, we talked about it. Uh, while some <laughs> thought it was likely that Chris Paul would be out of the door. Before we recorded this podcast, um, it looks like he's going to be there a little longer. He might yeah. have to stay in OKC a little longer. Yeah. This is not surprising, considering the fact that Chris Paul's owed right around $124 million over the next three years. <laughs> Chances are that he starts the season in an OKC jersey. What does OKC gain from keeping Chris Paul? Well, two things. Number one, they get to have the veteran leadership of a pure point guard oh, yeah. you know, who can run the offense. Um, and then secondly, you get that you get a teacher mm-hmm. for that young. They're young, very now, young, they're very now. young at this yeah. point. And the and the crazy thing about it, they could make the playoffs. They could. They, that team is not. They didn't just gut. I mean, they gutted Paul they, George and, and yeah, Russ, of course. But when it comes down to like a team, they got some stuff back for Paul George, and they yeah. still got Stephen Adams. They still got Robinson coming back off the injury, but yeah. lockdown defender. Sure. And Chris Paul is Chris Paul. So you start the season with CP, um, probably T. Ferg. Roberson, Roberson, Gallinari, yeah. and Steven Adams. That's 
formidable. Yeah. Nine, maybe eight seed. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, like it's, it's definitely close. Yeah. The only thing is that I'm sure that they're going for a full rebuild, mm-hmm. and you're stunting the growth of one of your great point guards that you traded for in yeah. SGA. You have Dennis Schroeder there, mm-hmm. so. Guys like Gallinari and Steven Adams will both benefit playing with their pure point guard. Yeah. And I think I think CP actually needs this time to kind of revamp his reputation. Image, reputation. Yeah, yeah, things of that nature. But I don't see him being there longer than December the 15th when the trades can happen of people that are signed. Because that's 40% of the dang league yeah. was that's not true. under contract. That could then be moved because they just signed contracts in the offseason, which is yeah. like, dang, I didn't even think about that. Nah, so. yeah. <laughs> but he needs to rebuild his image a little bit and also kind of find a way to rectify his problems that he has as a leader, yeah. as a uh, cancer. Yeah. And I think doing that uh, well on a young team yeah. will definitely help out. Because one of these teams that we think is going to be great, one of these duos, one yeah. of these revamps. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's, well, well, I didn't think about that. But yeah. they, somebody's going to underperform. Oh, yeah. And Chris sure. Paul is sitting right there in OKC. He's like, Man, you right. know, we can go get Chris we can Paul. We Chris Paul. And then make it happen, you know, yeah. work something out. That so. contract is nasty. Well, I mean, but yeah, but yeah. everybody's all in. Every team is all in on this year. For sure. So it's like, oh, yeah, why no, not go get him? Yeah, 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 for sure. <sighs> All right, let's go to college football. We just favorite sport. Yeah, it's so, your coach. Yeah. <laughs> I know why he gave it to him. That's why. That's why I hesitated. I, I, you know, come on. I saw well, as soon as I saw this, I knew what this was about. <laughs> but anyway, okay. He took nearly three weeks to make his final decision. But dual threat quarterback Haynes King committed to Texas A and M and Jimbo Fisher on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. All right, he's the top QB in ESPN three hundred and number nineteen prospect overall in the class of twenty twenty. Shout out to Jimbo. Yeah. His commitment is one of the biggest recruiting wins for Jimbo Fisher since he arrived at College That's Station. True. No, not mad at him. Yeah. We, we all know Jimbo can recruit. Can recruit. Uh, listen. Haynes said Jimbo has a history of putting quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. I get it. It makes total sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimbo is doing his job. Yeah. He's getting in state recruits yeah. to commit to the current program that he's at. He did that all the time yeah. while he was at Florida State. I know. Got some of the best recruits. When top five recruiting class, yeah. what? Eight of the eight years since yeah. he was there until he gets until he gets disinterested. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's a great recruiter, oh great coach. God. But then yeah. he's gonna get mad and get disinterested, and then you are gonna see what happens. Nah, I think it. No, well, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be fine. But I think <laughs> now you have your signal caller. Yeah. in the fold for the future, and you build around that. He'll have a top five class. They got become, top, yeah, he just made him top ten already. Yeah, just no, getting him. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can say a lot about Jimbo, but he is going to get you some players. Yeah, and I'm telling you, Jeff. And I, I'm just just think about it. It's very mm-hmm. parallel to mm-hmm. Urban Meyer, because yeah. Urban Meyer stay four or five years, get a heart attack, stress, <laughs> and leave and go to another place. Yeah. What did you just say? It's yeah. disinterested. Yeah, yeah. It's what he does. So I'm telling you, you're going to regret losing Jimbo Fish. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, because I cry about Urban Meyer <laughs> at least once a year. Let's talk about this narrative. Did I understand? I understand. Jimbo was a great coach. Okay. He didn't want to be there. I get you. You know yeah. what I mean. So that's 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 different. Like yeah. at some point you got to say, all right, well he don't want to be here. We got to let him go. No, oh, for sure. Oh, I know? get that. Yeah, you just gotta let him go. You got to let him go. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, you got Willie Taggart. Willie, dog. Like, bro, you a Vanderbilt Commodore fan? I you understand. wish you was a Seminole. I understand oh that. <laughs> I understand that. <laughs> you, I mean, we, we just won a chip not too long ago. You wish you. you wish you could say high, that. Willie Taggart on the hot seat. Nah, next year. Oh, you know that seat on fire, though. Next year. Now, now no. if, he, if he come like he did last year, this year, okay. I, he might not make he it. He had the no, first losing season in 42 years there. Do you realize we only won five games the year before that, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, you, people forget what Jimbo did the year before he <laughs> left. People forget about that. Jimbo stunk up the place the year he left. The year he was leaving, he cleaned the cupboard, brought no recruits in, and <laughs> nothing. Cleaned the cupboard. Cleaned the cupboard. He still had players there, though. 
Y'all still could have won some games. <laughs> Willie don't know what the hell he's doing. Willie don't know what the hell he's doing. If he don't win seven games this year, he in trouble. Yeah, he got to win seven. No, that's no that's no argument. He's got to win 100% true. 100% true. Before we get started with halftime, let's talk about Rich Paul. Favorite here. Uh, Reveal Media. Everybody <laughs> loves Rich Paul. Everybody, yeah. everybody. Shout Watch Boy. Yeah, Shout Watch. United <laughs> Talent Agency, one of the leading representation firms in Hollywood, has joined with Rich Paul to create a sports division for the entertainment company. Mm-hmm. Paul, who represents LeBron James and 22 other NBA players under his Clutch Sports Group banner, mm-hmm. was named the head of UTA Sports. Now, the alliance calls for Clutch. With Paul as the executive to operate UTA's sports division while retaining its own brand. UTA represents several high-profile actors, including Angelina Jolie, Kevin Hart, Chris Pratt, and Tiffany Haddish, and Haddish excuse me, as well as companies such as Coca-Cola, General Motors, Delta Airlines. Is this a big deal for Clutch or is this a big deal for Rich Paul? <laughs> this is a huge deal for plug, everybody involved. <laughs> He plugged up. <laughs> he and Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, and that makes so much sense to me now. That, yeah. just, that, that has nothing to do with sports, but it's like, oh, yeah. that's why her career went the it. Right. makes sense now. Right. Yeah, that's why it looks so much like exactly. Kevin Hart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense now. Now, for sure. Yeah. This is a signing for UTA to actually um, fight against CAA because mm-hmm. CAA has, you know, Zion yeah. and all these. This huge, it's a huge company. Right, right, right. So they didn't have a sports division. Nah, now nah, they, they do. do. And rather than try to start something from scratch, nah, bring you in. merge in <laughs> with the hottest sports agency mm-hmm. in the world. Now I think they have to transition to other sports. Got to get a couple of football players, a couple of basketball players, mm-hmm. and you look at it. I think they can really make some noise. You, you think you think Clutch can reach out to football like that? Think they can do that? I think they can hire somebody else from okay. one of these. You can poach one of these CAA guys. Yeah. And get you a football side yeah. so they can run that side. And then just like Rich Paul, do what Rich Paul does, yeah. scam his yeah. way to where he's at now. All they need is like one football player that's going to – like say they got the boy from Clemson next year. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. He's going to be good regardless. Yeah. So they got one. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They start from there. Rich and Paul the kingmaker. Now, Rich Paul, first person as an <laughs> agent to ever be on the front of Sports Illustrated. He yeah. started away. This is the thing I like about Rich Paul. Then there's a lot I don't like about Rich <laughs> yeah, Paul. But I'm glad, I'm glad yeah, you said For it. sure. Go but ahead. he started away with four clients right. in 2012. It was Eric Bledsoe. I think it was Corey Joseph, LeBron James, and Tristan Thompson. And to see now that he closed nearly a billion in contracts since he's owned that company, 290 this summer, he's doing he's doing what he's supposed to do at his job. Yeah. And you see where he started. You see where he's at now, man. Yeah. So. It's cool seeing a person of African American descent doing that. That's it. Okay. No, I, all right, all right. I, no, I, no, I, sure. I was wondering you going to go down. You just added Anthony Davis yeah. and Draymond Green, yeah. who's going to be a free agent next year. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, he's going to get a bag. Yeah, he might so, get somebody's going to overpay him. Like, Some, Kuz just left his agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He probably my, money, my money's on clutch. So your whole starting five is signed with clutch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You got KCP, you got Bron, you got AD, and you're going to have Kuz. Yeah. That's I can crazy. see Brian and Cool's ear like, man, you might well go on join up. Right. Man, you know, you, you know, we can get you some movies on TV. You're yeah. like her. You know? Yeah. Nah, Showtime. Cool. A good, a good, the main thing, though, it's yeah. cool to see yeah. an African-American dude, man, making these moves like that. Yeah. At the same time, just want him to take care of all of his actual clients <laughs> the right way. That's it. You, come on, Jay. Like, I'm pretty sure if we, if we went through all the, the, the stats for a he lot of these He messed up two. Four. Four. He Big also, time. But he also got 
KCP money that he never should have got. For sure. <laughs> LeBron leverage. Yeah, of course. J.R. Smith, LeBron leverage. Okay. But, but it's the leverage. But he lives by <laughs> a quote that makes the most sense in the world. Yeah. And you never get what you deserve. You only get with the leverage you have to negotiate. That's so that's true. what he's doing. So I appreciate that, man. Shout out to Rich Paul. That's Big true. signing. Yeah. Let's keep it going, Rich. Clutch rules the world. <laughs> yeah, it does. Let's start with halftime. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. We have another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Coach Brown's a former TSU tight end and the current defensive coordinator for Hillsboro High School in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to the Burroughs. Coach Brown will give an insight on hot topics from a former player and a current coach's perspective. Let's see what Coach Brown has to say this week. Good evening. I am Coach Brown, and welcome to Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Yes, I am live on location right now in Tampa, Florida, getting a little rest and relaxation before the school year starts back and the grind continues. So what we're talking about, we're going to talk about some things pertaining to NFL football. First and foremost, we have just found out that Tyreek Hill is not going to be suspended or is not going to receive any repercussions from the incident regarding child abuse with this child and the the issues with the mother of the child. So what do you guys think about this? All right. There's been a lot of talk about the Madden (laughs) football player ratings to play some players are very upset they're trying to understand why their rating is what it is i have a few questions okay because i think we all still play man it may be the only video game i still play in life as bad as eli manning was last year which he was pretty bad but his offensive line was pretty sad as well he's a 72 overall it's like five backup quarterbacks that are better than him and he's a starter i don't get it i don't understand you guys talk to me all right i'm going to leave you guys with this words of wisdom hey during the hustle and bustle of life we always have to make time for ourselves self-preservation is key always give your time yourself time to be self-reflective and to just recharge just like your phone got to recharge every night we have to recharge mentally spiritually and emotionally hey i am the coach coach brown it is rue and i'm gone and that is another installment of coach brown's two minute drill the first thing you talked about tyree kill will be playing week one <laughs> of the preseason and also in week one of the regular season of the nfl how you guys feel about that uh, uh yeah cool uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i think it shows hope for people like randy gregory Okay. person like Josh Gordon next year. Okay. Not this year, but next year. <laughs> um, just to kind of see, you know, that you get another chance. There went a lot of big findings. He uh, and that young lady both. Mm-hmm. That video, what they recorded, they make them look good. Yeah, no, bless you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was, that's all I'm going to say about that. That recording was, was just nasty. Yeah, no, for sure. It's different. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> yeah, Tyreek Hill. Do you yeah. think that um, Kansas City dropped the ball by – Staying close with Tyree Kill, but also cutting the, uh, the line with Kareem Hunt. Because you missed seven games with Kareem Hunt. Six or seven? Seven. No. seven. Six. six. I think Kareem Hunt eight. He missed eight games. Right. Yeah, that was, that was the middle of the run. Yeah, yeah you're right. Eight yeah, games. Yeah, they got about it. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, dude, he was the best running back on your team. Yeah. Can't replace that. Now he goes to the Browns. Yeah. 
they, yeah. you know, they took a big chance and it's gonna pay off for them. Because oh, yeah. you get them when you need. He's gonna come right about right, um, right when you start the team yeah. start playing well. Then you got that coming in. It's like, yeah. dang, all right. Keep <laughs> it in the NFL. Eli Manning, seventy two. I think that's about right. That's about right for you. That's about right. I mean, yeah. it's, but I mean, <laughs> he he had a bad year. O line's trash, yeah. but. Damn, 72? A starting quarterback in 72? I wonder how much Jameis. Jameis is like a 75. 75? Because Mariota was a 79. Yeah, so Jameis was a 77. This is what I'm trying to tell you right yeah. now. Yeah. On Mama. 77. Right. Jameis Winston is better than Marcus Mariota. There's we no. Know, we know come that. on, man. We don't. 79? 79? <laughs> He's 77. Jameis is 77. Mariota is no, 79. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. 70s. Dude, no. Give me Jameis Winston 10 times. Give me, give me, give give Jameis the Titans running game. Oh my God, Galeno. man, yeah. and that defense. You know what I'm saying? No, more that defense. <laughs> more the defense. Right. More the defense. Yeah. Um, Coach Brown ended things. Where's the wisdom? Yeah, shout out. Self preservation is key. Yeah. Recharge that battery, man. You know, except unless you work for FSP, because there's no recharge. You get your, your recharge six days, and we right back. Yeah, we, we, sure. Ain't no sure. recharge. Ain't, ain't no off day. Ain't off day. No, for no, sure. No, no, no PTO. Yeah, no, for sure. No PTO. Yeah, unless you, you know, blessed with it. The, the little one Yeah You get out then But other than that yeah, yeah, yeah. You break something nah. You can sit out a week Yeah you can you, you, you I got a week Yeah you got, I got a Surprisingly week. Yeah I, 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 week. I didn't like that week Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely You guys ready to start Second half Let's do it Let's go The second half is underway Full sport press Second half The failed dynamic NBA duo show Episode 280 280 dog 280 Getting up there 20 away from 20 away from 300 For sure yeah, for sure. I am Jay Ho. Boy, Big Joe. I'm Weezy. Weezy for arguably the first time since the days of Shaquille O'Neal and Kobe Bryant, the best duo in NBA history. Arguably. Mm. Okay. The NBA will be without a true <laughs> big three, air quotes. So goodbye to the big three era. Say hello to the duo era. Mm. However, for every NBA dynamic duo that has worked out, there's been some several others that fail miserably. In some instances, the duos failed because the teams were caught in the buzzsaw of another franchise that was able to dominate with titles. Mm -hmm. In other instances, the teams failed because the duos just couldn't get along. (laughs) Mm. The old duo can't get along. Yeah. 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 So whatever the reason, episode 280 (laughs) of the podcast is here to discuss one reason or another why these dynamic duos weren't able to elevate their games to the fullest potential and win a championship. So the criteria. At least one bona fide MVP candidate, at least mm-hmm. one top player in this tandem has won or was considered to be one of the top candidates to win the MVP award. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Let's kick it off, Jeff. Whew. This was this was close to home. Mm-hmm. Larry Johnson mm-hmm. and Alonzo Mourning from Back the Charlotte up. Hornets. Yeah, man. Look, man. Larry was the first overall pick in 91. Mm-hmm. Zoe was the second mm-hmm. overall pick in 92 behind Shaq. Yep. Mm. Yeah. His expansion team got their first winning record, first playoff berth, mm-hmm. but it didn't work out. Nah, it didn't work <laughs> out, man. Not at all. I thought it was long. I thought the run was longer than this. Mm-mm. It was just three, three years. years. <laughs> Dude. So your first year, you lead an expansion team yep. to a playoff berth. Yep. Then you lose to the Boston. No, you beat Boston. Yeah. Buzzer beater. Yep. So hands up at the yep. free throws mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Then you make one more run, and then that's it. That's it. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah. Couldn't get along. Larry Johnson was so good. Can you imagine 
if they would have stayed together and stuck with it, there wouldn't have been Jeff Van Gundy's situation where he's being dragged on the floor <laughs> with the holding on to the leg <laughs> of Alonzo Mourning, man. That's nuts, man. Mourning, he's the one that broke it off, though. Yeah. He rejected a contract extension from the Hornets, yeah. and the team traded him to the Heat. Yeah, it worked, out, later. it worked out for Zoe. It worked out for Zoe for sure. It, it did not work out for Larry Johnson. Nah, he had some good. He had a good run with the with the Knicks so, though. He was, he, but Larry Johnson, let's just keep it a buck. He was on the verge of being a superstar. He was. Yeah. Grandma, I was a superstar. Yeah. No, I'm just okay. Yeah, of course. Charlotte right. Larry Johnson was was the most marketable. All that good stuff. Right. Totally agree. For sure. But he had uh, some decent moments as a as he a, had a Nick. Shoe, he had the he had the, the four point play as a Nick. Yeah, the L3, I used to score yeah. buckets and put that. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, he had to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect that. Yeah, I should have did that myself. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, that's man, that, now that's one though that I remember, and I was thinking like, man, if they would have stayed together and kind of patched things up, um, it would have helped out. But Larry Johnson being hurt, yeah, with that back injury, yeah, he could have put some of that pressure on Zoe mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have been a lot of pressure on him. He could have just rolled into the sunset at least playing or contending for a championship. Yeah. Sucks, man. I wonder if they're cool now. Do they speak? I doubt it. it. Was it, was it yeah. We don't want to talk about why they broke up, right? We don't want to go into TMZ yeah, stuff. We're not going to do okay. TMZ stuff. Right. I heard it was, yeah. Yeah. Move on to Penny Hardaway and Shaq. I think this is everybody's favorite breakup. Um, <laughs> the year after Shaq was drafted by Orlando, you, were, uh, you bring in Penny Hardaway and the yeah. belief I was looking at it. You think Shaq and Penny would be the second coming of Magic and Kareem? Yeah. And the first seg- uh, the first season came with a coaching change. You got Brian Hill in. You got Brian Hill in. And then uh, you get your first playoff appearance. Yeah. Then the second season, you saw Shaq lead the NBA in scoring, mm-hmm. and yeah. then the team lose to the Rockets in the finals. So, yeah. but the third season was the downfall with injuries from Shaq. And Penny Hardaway being the best player, if not he arguably the best yeah. uh, point guard in the NBA that year. So, uh, they just couldn't – the teams – it made it to the playoffs one more year, but lost. Here's what this gets glossed over about them. Okay. They beat Jordan. Yeah. Like, people don't want to talk, talk about, about that. that. Yeah. They beat – yeah, huh, he came back with the short season. Yeah. No, they beat Jordan. They beat Jordan. Yeah, with nah. the 45. Like, yeah. they, they beat dude. Whatever like, the argument is, they, <laughs> yeah, beat, they, beat, they beat Mike. Yeah. You know, like, you know, so they, they robbed us from seeing the Bulls versus the Rockets because that would have been the final that year. That's true. But they beat Mike, you know. Yeah. And came back and lost to the eventual champions, which were the Bulls next year. I mean, yeah. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I think? <laughs> I think Shaq might regret this. And this situation just as much as he did the Kobe situation. Now let's keep it a buck now. Yeah. Let's just keep it a buck. Let's have a, a dialogue about Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, no, nah, he, he's he, not a good teammate. No, nah, for sure, he's yeah. egotistical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's <laughs> he said it himself. Yeah, yeah. For sure, like think about it. Yeah, yeah. You have Penny Hardaway. Yeah. The best point guard in the league. You yeah. say, nah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. You playing with Kobe Bryant? You win three championships. They supposed to have five, six championships. Easy. He leaves. Yeah. A, it's all ego related. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Kobe was part of that with no, I, sure. I don't see Penny and Shaq. I can see Penny and Shaq having their differences because that's just human being stuff. Yeah. But I, I think Kobe probably pushed back at Shaq a yeah. little more than Penny. Yeah. Did. That's all it was. Yeah. But Shaq <laughs> did the same thing twice. Yep. You don't yeah. do the same thing. All right. You know, I learned from this first one. I ain't going to mess this one up. He did the same thing twice. He did it twice. Yeah. 
And then Kobe was, you're right, Jeff. Yeah. Kobe was like, man, I'm not, I'm not yeah. trying to hear none of that. And Kobe was coming into his own. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But if you put that ego aside, maybe you stay in Orlando two or three more years. Maybe you get a championship. Then maybe you go to L.A. Then you pack it home with Kobe. And then it's a situation where you have six rings. Be the greatest ever. Be the greatest. Yeah, but he should have. He, he has four still, now, right? He has four. He, yeah. should, he should still have five, six rings. He definitely should have five. He should Because they should have beat the Pistons. They, 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 the yeah. they could easily won four or five in a row. Easy. Yeah, yeah, they, they they had the league on lock. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Right, move on to the next one. Yeah, now because this is, yeah, this, this is. one made no sense to me at all, even when it happened. No, no, no lie. Okay, no okay. lie. So this is Allen Iverson and Carmelo Anthony. Okay, All right. <laughs> so Carmelo was a top ten scorer, and when they when they made the trade, Iverson had already been the league MVP and led the league in scoring four times. Mm-hmm. They played together two seasons. And it didn't really work out. They first won, season was fine. They won one game in the playoffs the first season mm-hmm. and got uh, what we call this a gentleman sweep. Gentleman sweep, yeah, yeah. And then came back the next year and got swept by the Lakers. Yeah, this was a bad idea. Yeah, looked great in the Slayer magazine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pictures look good in pictures <laughs> for sure. The Denver Nuggets questions that he had. Well, those are nice. I had those. Yeah. I had both pair of those. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> I don't know why you're still buying AIs. Now, you and Ice are the only people that buy is he, You didn't AIs. have the different nuggets? That's all with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think if, if they, if they would have called Allen Iverson a little earlier in yeah. his career, yeah. it would have been a little bit more promising. Yeah. But he was on that decline. At the, well, yeah, and he was fed up with everything. Yeah, for point. sure. AI had some demons going on. Yeah. If you really go back and relive that last year with the Sixers, that time in in Denver, then that Pistons year, mm-hmm. my boy was going through some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, did, he didn't care about basketball. Yeah, Mama this Iverson time. talking about, don't talk to me about that. You need to talk to Tawana about that. Yeah, yeah, all that, a bunch all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had a lot going. On. Yeah, that's my guy. Though. Yeah, but <laughs> I, th- I think this is going to be more of a James Harden Russell Westbrook type of scenario that we're looking okay. at. Okay. I think this is going to fall more into that duo mm-hmm. because um, mm-hmm. you're seeing a person, one person still tris, you know, like still going up. Like you can see that James Harden's still in his prime. Russ well, is on the decline. Well, they're both the same. The, the age different. No, no. Yeah, what I'm saying, the age yeah. difference. Is Russ on the decline? Is Russ on a decline? Russ had a bad year. This would de- no, hear, me, hear me out. Oh, no, this would determine if it's if it's a decline no, this sure. year. This year, because he had a bad year shooting last no, year. No, I don't think that. Here's the thing. I think all I'm saying when I say decline, yeah. the definition of decline is we seem the best of somebody. That's all. Yeah. I, I think we've you. seen the best of Russell Westbrook. And I think when we talked about him running for these triple doubles over the last two years, Jeff, yeah. we both sit in the same studio yeah. and said this is going to age him more than yeah, no, needed. I agree with and that. And I think that's I what happened. And yeah. you know he plays a more high impact game than, oh, yeah. than James does too. Yeah. Like, like AI played a more high impact game than Carmelo did. Exactly. I agree with that. Yeah, I was just sure. saying the age difference. The age difference is closer. They were closer. Yeah, 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 for sure. Let's move on to James Harden and Dwight Howard. And James Harden was a valuable reserve for the OKC Thunder before becoming the top man with the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. Now one year after Harden arrived in Houston, the Rockets signed Dwight, believing that this would be one of the top big man um, wingman duos. In the NBA, mm-hmm. unfortunately, as with many star guard center tandems, shots and notoriety uh, become points of contention between the two. Okay, Howard was upset with touches. Now that's what I didn't understand mm. because Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard never got touches. Yeah, he he was a person you didn't run no place for no damn Dwight Howard. <laughs> right, <laughs> he went no moves. Dude, you just yeah. you pick and roll yeah. and he get throw it up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, catch the rebound. Yeah, but then when he gets into a point playing with James Harden, he wants touches, dude. 
No, no. Why don't you just play your game, dude, <laughs> and let him go? This is James Harden in his. He was yeah, becoming he was, himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and now, granted, I think James Harden is a complete ball hog. <laughs> but <laughs> Dwight Howard, you can't come to this situation and say I want touches. Nah, man, just play your role. I'll say one thing about James Harden, and I let you. I let you go. We just want to say this real quick. Go ahead. James Harden can never say Houston didn't try to give oh. him a chip. God. They have done everything in their power. They try to sign people. They tried to get every free agent Ooh, they could get. They, they made trades <laughs> to get everybody. Dude, they're more they, yeah. smooth. Yeah, yeah, so he can sure. never say Ever. that they for offense didn't try That's to get true. him no help. That's hundred percent sure. fair. My goodness. Yeah, <laughs> but you look at it. The teams um, three seasons together, they were eliminated from the playoffs in the first round twice. So, yeah. man, I mean, how we move on? Twenty sixteen, they did come back for three to one against your man. Against the Clippers. Against CP. Yeah. 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 That was rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when CP. Yeah. Griffin. 2015. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. when he didn't like nobody on the team. Nobody <laughs> liked him. <laughs> he did. Play by himself. Yeah. Game six. Yeah. 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 That's probably the biggest highlight they have. Yeah. As a tandem. Yeah. That's when I thought that was going to work. Yeah. I thought that was going to work. Yeah. It should have worked. It didn't, though. No. I didn't think it was going to work. Really? Like you said, that's when James Harden was like, you know what? I'm I'm trying to get a bucket. Yeah. He had just started that bucket bench. Yeah. I'm all about a bucket right now. The bucket bench. But Jeff said a word. Dude, Houston has gave him plenty of opportunities to be good. Yeah. For sure. All right, let's move on. And this one was more I forgot about. Yeah. Jerry Stackhouse and Grant Hill. So this is way back in 98. Mm-hmm. So the Pistons had just drafted Grand Hill. They had it went thirty seven and forty five. Mm-hmm. Thought they had the next Jordan. Yeah, Jerry Stackhouse was in Philly. AI took his team from him. Right, <laughs> he had to get up out of there. Yeah, <laughs> and he went to went to the Pistons with with Grand Hill. It turns out it didn't work. They went twenty nine and twenty one in the short season, lost mm-hmm. in the first round of the playoffs. Forty two and forty in the next season. Hill went to Orlando, and Detroit got left with Jerry Stackhouse. And they had a decent team too, man. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to be Jordan and Pippen. Yeah, this was supposed yeah. to be that, man. Yeah. And I think the thing is with them, I think that they tried to just put it around them too, and they needed one more. They needed a big. Yeah, they didn't have a big. Yeah. This was Grant Hill. Yeah. Listen, man. When Grant Hill was Grant Hill, yeah, nah, he was special. the best player in the NBA, special, dog. Special. Not named Michael George. It's like it's not even close. And on this list, these two right here are the two good guys. Like, oh, I see what you said. There was no villain in this one. No, nah, yeah, yeah. these two was, good guys. They got work. along. Yeah. Two, yeah, they just I don't this know what just happened. Didn't it just didn't work. It was yeah. just and they had decent players. They needed yeah. this is the, they needed one more player, maybe a savvy vet, maybe a point guard that can get everybody the yeah. ball. Because um, or big. They, point guard was Lindsey Hunt. Lindsey Hunt. I, I, I saw his face. I could think yeah. of his name. Lindsey Hunt. Mm. Yeah, a little bit of Joe D. Yeah, it was nasty. Yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe D was still hanging yeah. around. Yeah, Joe D still out there sweating. Ooh. You know, so, and Stag, <laughs> Stag, you, you can tell that, you know, Grant Hill's one of the nice guys in the NBA. He's yeah. arguing with a soul. Yeah. You know, so um, it wasn't necessarily, like Weezy said, a problem between the two. Yeah. Just I think it just didn't work they out. They both had feelers on. They both were playing in feelers. Yeah. So you were selling the same colorway twice. Two different shoes. They both was wearing feels yep. about that <laughs> um let's move right along to stefan marbury and kg show yeah. being the show, kid show being the kid. kid yeah, yeah no, for sure yeah. um i will stand by my thought that i think stefan marbury is the biggest 
uh, egotistical person on this list. Ooh. Like, I don't think there's anybody that's more delusional <laughs> as a basketball player than Stephon Marbury. Don't do stuff like that. Now, granted, Stephon Marbury, career 20 and what? 20, he was 20 and 9? 28 and 9. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. For 10 straight years, yeah. he averaged right around 20 and 9. Yeah. Here's the thing. To not realize that playing with Kevin Garnett was the best thing for your career long term. Okay. You, something upstairs just ain't going. Yeah. All the cookies ain't yeah. ain't going through. They still soft bake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand why he left <laughs> KG. It was insane, it, dog. It just it just didn't work. Um, but it, it wasn't really a lot of arguments. And you know other than KG. He still don't he still don't think that to this day. No. Oh no, they ask him about it. He still don't think that. No, he don't see it. And KG sees it like, man, I wish that would have worked. Yeah. But they say KG is really hard on everybody. Yeah, I can see that. Rondo has said it. Rondo said he treated them a certain kind of way. And, you know, Sam Cassell is Sam Cassell. But at this time, though, he wasn't really like that. He was still trying to find his footing in the league. Yeah. He wasn't really hard on people like that. He just probably wanted Steph to play every night. And I can see Steph going out in Minnesota, (laughs) having some long nights and showing up. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Late for practice. Yeah, not for sure. Come on, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. And KG was one of those players that will be on your back. And I think Steph really wanted – in yeah. his mind, yeah. to be the leader of a team like yeah. he saw AI doing, he always yeah. slick wanted to be AI. Yeah, he, I can he see always that. wanted the comparison to lead. was always there. So yeah. he wanted a similar team games. My bad, very yeah. similar. No, nah, yeah. he wanted teams to build around him like how teams build around AI. Yeah, and Stefan wasn't no motherfucking AI. <laughs> nah, that's just that. <laughs> and really, he was better off than AI. He didn't need. He was better off. Yeah, with KG, you were yeah, KG. for yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. He, yeah, he looked at AI, but you really didn't want, you didn't really want that situation in Philadelphia nah, by you, yourself. You didn't want to go out there with Eric Stone, <laughs> Eric McKee every night. That's yeah. what you didn't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you didn't want to do every night. Again, that's one of the greatest feats in NBA history. <laughs> is that um, AI led that team yeah. with the with all defensive players yeah. to a a finals appearance. Yeah. That is a huge accomplishment. But yeah. to man, this is a this is a, I think this is the biggest fail on the list. It was only two years. It was only two it was years. Two years. Steph forced his way out of there after two years. Two hard years. And that slam In the middle of the yeah. season, too. I know. Sure <laughs> man, it's crazy, man. man. That's nuts, man. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Man, this one was, this yeah. one was, this yeah, was a monster right here. Steve Nash and Amar Stoudemire. Yep. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. They were one bad call away and one hip was a hip check in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. From this, they're not making this list. They win the chip that year. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least going to the finals. Yeah, they, beat the, they definitely beat the Spurs. Right. They, you know, but yeah, I think that's the only reason on this list. Yeah, because yeah. of that. It yeah. was conference finals three times, never got to the finals, eliminated by the Spurs all three times in four years with two, in 2009. And for some reason, they went and picked up Shaq when he was when he left the Heat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still, didn't, that didn't help. Uh, the Nash got his two MVPs during yeah, this time. He did. Yeah. yeah. And Amar was what he was the best. We had never seen that kind of yeah, power. No, for nah. sure. It was Sean Kemp with game. Yep. And then yeah. he had that microfactor surgery. Yeah. And then he tried to. People don't realize, man. Some of those, especially, they don't even have those surgeries anymore. They just yeah. call it ACL tear. Yeah. Dude, he never really bounced back. No. Then he had back problems and he signed with the Knicks. Yeah. And then he had one good year in New York. Yeah. But that's where LeBron, he was supposed to go and play with Miami. Right. But they decided to go with Chris, Chris Bosh because Amari was a little bit more volatile. And yeah. he, they knew he wouldn't have been able to yeah, yeah. Um, to play his role. Think about it, he punched the uh, – did he punch the um, fire extinguisher nah, yeah, thing? No, sure. Amari is a different dude, man. <laughs> Still yeah. is. It yeah. missed the playoff game. He got the punch in the dirt. But this is the start of Mike D'Antoni 
underachieving, yeah. playing with with well coaching Nash and yeah. Amari. Then I don't know why Steve Kerr made that trade because he was a GM yeah. for the Suns at the time for yeah. Shaq. That was yeah. not that wasn't a good piece because <laughs> he's slowing everything down. Yeah. He yeah. thought he thought he thought Shaq was gonna be dominant. Yeah, but I mean he was on the decline for sure. But they just yeah. felt like they needed that big man. They needed a big. Yeah, yeah. And this one Amari was killing Tim Duncan. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. He was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Duncan, sure. Now nah, he was a beast, man. Yeah. Amari was a beast. Yeah. We don't talk about him enough, actually. Yeah, because because it, it didn't go because it didn't achieve what we thought exactly. because of the injury. Yeah, he's still trying to get back in the league now. Yesterday, yeah, he trying to play mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, him and Monte. Yeah, him and Monte Ellis. Yeah, we'll never see either one of them playing <laughs> in the NBA. Big three. Yeah. Yeah, he looked good in big three. Is Monte yeah. is Monte in big three? No, no, no. Monte. Talking about loose cannon, he might be able to stop stuff on Marbury. No, he ain't that bad. No, no. no. Seth Marbury was eating ga- was eating Vaseline. Sure was. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I ain't never seen nothing like it. dude. Yeah, he was before he went to China, he had some yeah. some fun. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> move right along wow. to the I shouldn't have said that on the right. I didn't sure. edit that nah, for nah, real. Nah, that was a known yeah, story, known, bro. It's known story, Vaseline. Yeah. Let's <laughs> move so on to the Tracy McGrady part of the show. Oh, man. Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady, T Mac and Vince Sanity, distant cousins. Yeah. Uh two of them were the top players during their careers, but the two years and only two years in Toronto together. I didn't McGrady know that. Yeah. spent most of the time on the bench because yeah. he was a young fella. He was, like, was, he was 18, just 17, 17 18. 18 yeah. yeah. So Toronto being an expansion team hadn't learned how to win consistently. Yeah. So you put those two together and T Mac on the ascend. Yeah. He said, you know what, man? I love playing here with my cousin, yeah. but I want to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Can't be mad at this no. breakup. But if they stay together. Because it, it, it keeps Vince at his t- at the top Vince. Oh yeah, a little bit longer. Yeah, because he doesn't have to be the scorer. He exactly. You know, a lot of these duos could have stayed together, and the longevity of a superstar career would have been longer mm-hmm. if they would have stayed together with yeah. these duos. Just like duos that stay together, they look a little bit better. Yeah, but then you got to think about it. does Vince does he does he not go to New Jersey where mm-hmm. he needs to be? Get yeah, he still go gets, chip. He go gets to go there. Like, not win a chip, but yeah, go he still chip. gets to go there. J Kid. Yeah, he still gets to yeah. go there. I just think that uh, T Mac was unhappy with his. He wanted to be the man. Just yeah. young, like you yeah, said. Yeah, young. young. Yeah. Didn't didn't with really no no better. Yeah. And he goes Orlando. He's the man. He's the but man. it's a lot of stress. Then the yeah. next year they trade yeah. for Grant Hill. Yeah. Grant Hill's injured, so yeah. it's tough, man. Yeah. He. T Mac has had some bad breaks. He had bad breaks up until the end of his career. Because you think yeah. about it, the last year with the Spurs was the Ray Allen shot. Yeah. So he, so yeah, he, he tried to sit on the bench to even get the chip that year. Ring chase. And then yeah. Ray Allen hit the shot in the corner. He only went around that year. I was saying more about failed teammates being yeah. injured because the well, next okay. Spurs yeah, we're yeah. talking about. Well, yeah. 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 This is the T Mac portion of the show. Yeah. All right. So Tracy McGrady and Yao Ming with Houston Rockets. Yeah. And this was five. Yeah. I forgot this was five. Five years, years man. Yeah. All right, so Yao was one of the three best centers in the 2000s, mm-hmm. and T Mac was one of the best players all around. I would say top in, five. Top five in, yeah, in, in this position, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, should have worked. Yeah, they won with 50 games four times, and the only time they made out the first round was in 2009, and Trace McGrady went down with an injury. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Both of them was injury prone, but Yao was so good, man. Dude, when Yao yeah. was in his bag. Yeah. Bag Yao? Ba- normally means he was playing against Shaq. Let's keep it a buck. Yeah, was bag Yao normally bag means Yow. he was playing against Shaq. For sure. Yeah. Man, Yao in his bag, yeah. unguardable. Yeah, yeah. Seven, five, seven, six. That footwork. Left, right hand, yeah. footwork, yeah. crazy, could shoot. He was the first big man that I seen step out on a pick and pop and shoot, like jump shot. Yeah. Like, Flat-footed, yeah. like it, it was a good ball. form. Good yeah, form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a beast. Yeah, 
And I think again, injuries. Yeah. Like if Yao was in his prime or just not injured, dude, they I think they play for a championship, especially out of the West, a couple of those years. They would have beat they would have got past Phoenix a couple of times. And I they think they had to be the Spurs. Yeah, the Spurs. I think they can tell yeah, they can do it because that was that was you, bad. But you couldn't go. That was yeah. bad. Dunking, you couldn't though. go. Yeah, though. You Nobody could go. Yeah, yeah. and they had some good pieces around them too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had to remember Katina yeah. Mobley. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It was a couple of yeah, small yeah, pieces yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was them two, and they were gonna go. You can go yeah. ahead and put 55, 60 Yeah, but, the between the both of them. Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. Definitely yeah. T Mac. T Mac getting his bag. You won. You won. Cause you, how you gonna guard T Mac? Let's be real. Nah, for real. It's, it's, it's be, at that time and when he, he was unguardable. Yeah, yeah, he was gonna do what he had to do. I hate him for Yao too. Yeah, yeah. I hate it more for T Mac though because he got a bad draw in Orlando. Yeah. Then he got a bad draw in Houston. Yeah. Uh, first time with Grant Hill. Second time with Yao. Yeah. Big boy injuries. Last but not least, of course, Kevin Durant, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Now, the eight seasons that KD and Russ played together in OKC produced five scoring titles, six trips <laughs> to the playoffs, and one failed trip to the NBA Finals. Yeah. However, both players were so good that whenever one was down with an injury, the one, the other one could carry the team by himself, yeah. but the team was just never good enough to become champions. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. We don't talk about the time when Russ goes down and KD just steps in and he's looking like, Man, I carried this team this far. I think I could do this by myself or go somewhere else yeah. and be a number one. Yeah. And he didn't leave to be a number one, but mm-hmm. he left to be he sure a champion. A champion. Yeah. That's yeah. what he did. He did. Now he yeah. did do that. For years, the Thunder would get into the playoffs, except for 2013 and 2016. Each time the Thunder were eliminated from the playoffs, were beaten by the eventual champion. Each time. Each time, man. Yeah. This is. This is one of those things where it's just them two stand together. I think they win a championship. Not even counting Harden, Surge, yeah. all of those players. Just picture Reggie Jackson. The next year after that, they, that debacle against Go- Golden State. Mm-hmm. Just picture them going back and playing Golden State again. Yeah. If Katie don't leave. I, yeah. I, I know he left for whatever reason he left for. Mm-hmm. But just picture them coming back with that chip on their shoulder and – that's MVP Russ. That's like, it, MVP yeah. Russ and KD being who he is. Yep. Picture them going back and playing is going to say that next year. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, yeah. This I, is the biggest disappointment on the list. I yeah. hate it happen. Yeah. I yeah. hate it happen. Because it, KD had a scapegoat built in. Because whenever yeah. something went wrong, it was Russ's fault. Yep. We all knew that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Russ shot too much or didn't shoot enough or made the wrong pass or didn't play deep. Whatever, whatever happened, it mm-hmm. was Russ's fault. So it KD had a built-in scapegoat. Yep. And KD was the one of the best players, if not the best player in the world at any given time, depending on where LeBron was No at. question. You know what I'm saying? So, no question. I don't know, man. It's just... This is the definition of a failed duo. Yeah. Like, if you look at it, you know, you never win a championship. You play in one. Yeah. Um, injuries. And then at the end of it, it's turmoil because you leave because for whatever the reason it is, mm-hmm. you're leaving for a reason. Yeah. yeah. My, my question is to these guys, like we heard Kobe and Shaq saying, you know what, man, I regret this. We should have stayed together. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the end of these guys, like I said, that's a good deal. Russ Westbrook and KD. Oh, that 30 for 30. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a two-part oh, two two show. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take five to ten years because now you see Shaq like, man, I wish we would have stayed together yeah. because if we would have stayed together, we would have got six championships. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Like it takes time. To kind of reflect and see, yeah, like, damn, yeah, like we would have did this, we would have did it the right way. Yeah, egos, man, egos getting away a lot of these. Like out of these ten, I think seven, six of them were egos. Yeah, only one that went egos was Steph and uh, I mean Grant Hill and uh, and Yao. Yeah, yeah, I would trace McGrady. That was injury. And T Mac. No, T Mac is e- that's ego with him and Vince. Yeah, yeah, him and Vince. He sure. wanted to do his own thing. Steve Nash and Amari wasn't ego. Nah. Was, yeah, that. that was nah, nice. It's time. 
Yeah, it's but the rest of them, yeah, yeah ego can. related. Whew. Yeah, for sure. Harden, Dwight Howard. Whew. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they still don't talk to this day. AI and Melo, I, I would not have wanted to be in the same Ooh. locker room with AI during that time. Ooh. This just wouldn't. This is a dark place. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad Very place, man. Place. <laughs> Let us know what we missed, man, on some of these. I know we uh, mentioned a couple. Um, yeah. uh, what's the guys? A uh, Grand Hill, T Mac playing in Orlando. Yeah. A couple from my childhood. We missed. Yeah. Um, Kev, Gary Payne. But see, that's the thing, because I was thinking Carl Malone too. And yeah. here's the thing: they ran into Mike. Anybody in that Mike era, <laughs> yeah. you get a it's an asterisk. You, like, you know what? I'm gonna give you a pass. I'm gonna shoot you some bears. Okay. Like Patrick Ewing, Mike ruined his career. Charles Barkley ruined his career. Yeah, but Barkley never had the. Let's just say Barkley. Kevin Jones. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's a bunch, but we. It's only a, you know we can't be on here. All right. So yeah. Yeah. No. I'm just, yeah, yeah. We just. Yeah, yeah. No. We just can't be on here with twenty uh, different lists for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Kick it. All right. So Weezy, you know, I knew, I knew, our new segment on the show is how did you fall in love with sports? For sure. All right. So you said you want to do yours this week. All right, man. How did you fall in love with sports? Uh, I fell in love with sports. Well, it's a lot of moments where I fell in love with sports. But I grew up playing baseball. Okay. So I'm about that 98, 97 home run race between um, King Griffey Jr., uh, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. Yeah. I would come on every night. Did it? Damn, he another home run? <laughs> and every night somebody hit another home run. That's when I probably fell in love. Like, man, I, I, I should have kept playing baseball. You should have <laughs> stuck with <laughs> baseball. Yeah, yeah, sure. But that's, that's one of the biggest moments I can think of with sports. Maybe like kind of. I tune in a lot, and you forget Kid Griffin was part of that race. Yeah, yeah. I, I sure. forget all about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Them boys, but he was clean though. He was clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Them boys, yeah. like sixty home runs. They was in home runs every like every night. Dog. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, they was cutting in the other game. Yeah, yeah. showed them at the plate. Sure. <laughs> at the plate. Yeah, man, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, so please again, like I said, write into the show, DM us, whatever. We want to figure out what our listeners what. How did you fall in love with sports? What brought you to this stuff? We everybody want to talk about every week of sports. Definitely. Argue about. Bring up the rear tomorrow. I said tomorrow next week. Okay. For sure. Yeah, right. for sure. Cameraman, how how are we doing with time, dog? Yeah, that was a good show, man. I had a good it's, time doing this. Was, uh, I think we're NBA'd out. I, think I know Weezy. Is. <laughs> I think we go right into the NFL. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Top seven. Yeah, I think we we yeah, start with the quarterbacks, Woo! And running backs. All right. NFL top seven, man. It's it tricky, man. Send them in, most definitely. Ready to go, cameraman? All right, well, let's go. We're going anyway. <laughs> Tweet some questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe, but more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. Weezy. Everything paid for, baby. Jeff. Camera's always on, brother. Cameraman, the revolution will be podcasted. We are out. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.